0: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the week war. Now I am very angry. I'm mad, 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 Mike, because um, the pen's lost, and now we're starting with impact because Amon wants to punish me further. Um, so with me. The one who made this decision is Eamon Peyton, the voice of Inspire Pro Wrestling. How are you, sir? I am someone that has watched this week's episode of Impact. Ah, excellent. So you're angry as well. Okay. Um. So, uh, Eamon, what, what's what's your one word for Impact this week? I had a couple
1: of ones I was putting around. Um, uh, dull. Dull. <laughs> This impact was dull. All I right. up in one word.
0: Okay. Um, my, my one word would be farewell. Hmm. Because uh, you can tell this was the last set of tapings for two certain NXT superstars, which we'll get to. <laughs> um, all right. So, Eamon, did you have a good this week? God,
1: it's such a reluctant... Kind of one, because part of me hates this segment, but
0: part of me liked it. Oh no, don't! Oh no, don't tell me it's that segment. It's, it's actually Eli Drake's segment. Oh,
1: part of me liked it, and then part of me really didn't. Mm. But it was the only thing I like, somewhat liked on this show.
0: Okay, all right, all right. Um, well, we'll get into the Eli Drake segment a little bit later in this year's show. Spoiler alert! It's my bad because um, us
1: getting upset about a talking segment on Impact is a fact of life. You see <laughs> what I did there? <laughs> no, no, no. yeah,
0: no. no. It
1: was it was okay. Um,
0: yeah, I I can pick a new bad. Let's just talk about it now. Um, uh, uh, you know, I I like I like that he had a button, but see the gimmick is. When you have a button that says a thing that you want to call people out on, you don't say the thing first and then hit the button. Like, if we had a soundboard here, and the soundboard would be applause, I wouldn't clap and then hit the applause button. That's that, true. That undercuts your joke. Also, when has his catchphrase been, Dummy,
1: yeah! Yeah!
0: Yeah, and I'm sorry, um don't put yeah at the end of that. What was the yeah for? I think they only had one chance to record it. And someone didn't clip the audio properly. I don't but, know. I But again like
1: this isn't a catchphrase that he's established. Nope. You know what I mean? This is like okay, so like if the, if this segment happened with say like The New Day back when they were still doing, like, the whole Holy Preacher kind of kind of gimmick still, and they did this kind of segment, and Big E had a button that said Booty constantly. <laughs> like, it wouldn't make any sense. Yeah.
0: Like, you know what the button should have said? Fact of life. That's what the button should say. It That's the name, you. the name of your show. The show isn't Dummy. No, the show isn't Dummy. It, because is every episode going to be pointing out dummies? I really hope not. Because if that's the case, you started with the wrong end of the team.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I will say, the reason I kind of give this a good and and slightly like this was because the stuff around it I thought was good. Like, I thought Eli's promo in between, like, the whole stupid button thing was pretty good. You know what I mean? Like... Mm-hmm. Shockingly, I I I, I can't, that's the area I kind of liked it, but yeah, it was. I, I, I I'll agree with Josh Matthews who said this on commentary. It's a lot better than huh.
0: <laughs> he actually said that. I uh, at this point I've tuned Josh Matthews out to a point where it sounds like crickets. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's arguably better than huh. Arguably, um, also. While we're on the topic of Eli Drake, why does he still have his briefcase? Well he hasn't Because he hasn't cashed it in, right? Yeah, no, but like it was proven that he got the fired briefcase.
1: Yeah, so Grado basically just got his job back, but he didn't get the briefcase that he had won in the match.
0: Yeah. Why? I don't
1: know. Whatever.
0: Okay. Alright. Um so we'll go we'll go to my good. Um the the actual finish for um, the EC3 uh, Bennett match. It, it, it ha- <laughs> sorry, because there's some people that listen yeah. to audio. I yeah, uh, just yeah.
1: shrug my shoulders.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, fine. Just hashtag shrug emoji. Um, it was mostly clean. It was about as clean as you're going to get for impact. Um, I don't. I mean, I don't like the result. I don't think Bennett has earned to be the guy to take down EC3's streak. But I mean, if you're gonna have to do it, at least it was relatively clean. But but Mike Josh Matthews said, "Holy shit!" at the end. Oh yeah, no, that makes everything better. It makes it better. Course, makes it makes it the
1: biggest thing in the world.
0: Yeah, Josh Matthews. I, I'm pretty sure he has emphysema because he sounds like. Ten minutes into a show, he's losing his breath every single week. Um, all right. Uh yeah, I mean that that's like the a mild good because it wasn't even really a clean finish. I don't actually like the EC3 lost. <laughs> so it's a good-ish. Uh it's the best I can do for this show. Um, Amon, what was your bad this week? Um this show. <gasps> Okay, could you be a little bit more specific?
1: The content
0: in this show? <laughs>
1: um, okay. I tease this. If you follow us on the Mayhem Show Facebook group, I kind of tease talking about a thing that I wanted to talk about. Because um, as Matt Mike's Mike Slower Third says, uh, TNA's lost a couple people uh, after this week's show. One of them already appeared in WWE.
0: And the other of, one's probably not too far behind. As of
1: an hour ago, um, well, okay.
0: There's already an interview with him. I, about, um, yeah, that's amazing. By the way, yeah. <laughs> I mean. Okay,
1: here's the thing. Um, and Mike has mentioned this a couple times on the show that the problem with TNA has never been its wrestling. Nope. I'd argue that point. <laughs> um. Because here's the thing, it's this week's episode is fine, but it's just really dull. And it's just really behind the times, I feel. And that's the argument I tried to make on the Facebook group was, you know, people say, oh, well, there's probably all this TNA talent and stuff like that right now in WWE. But the two biggest success stories, at least right now, that have come from TNA that are in WWE or Samojo and AJ Styles. And you could argue that they at least had other reputations outside of TNA. Like, there are definitely focal points of TNA and very important parts of TNA, but they have reputations elsewhere as well to where they had established a following that, you know, persisted in TNA, in WWE, I should say. Um, and they have a wrestling style that I think really aided to people being behind them as fans and, and you know, in, in that realm. Um, I think Bobby Roode and Eric Young will be true tests as to whether this style of wrestling and these type of wrestlers can succeed in WWE. Um, because I watched this week's episode of Impact, and even for those two matches and for all a lot of the matches on the show, I was just bored. I was just like, Okay, you're gonna do that thing. Okay, cool. That's great. I, you're probably gonna do this thing next. Oh, you did that thing next. Cool, awesome. The wrestling felt so uninspired. Like it was just like, it's so dull and boring. And my problem with TNA is that their style of wrestling doesn't fit with the time of wrestling that we're in currently. Um, there are so many innovative wrestling organizations. There's so many wrestling organizations now, even include with WWE included. Who produce a style of wrestling that is that is ca- uh, captivating and with the times and high pace and high energy and very um, uh, uh, a lot of thought has been you, put into it.
0: Eamon, you could almost say that a lot of wrestling companies now have their matches have total nonstop action. I'm, you could say that. <laughs> You could absolutely say that. If this, only a company could be founded on such a principle.
1: And this this type of wrestling probably would have been been done pretty well in like 2002. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this would have been good for the ruthless, ruthless aggression era, but we're not in that era anymore. We're in a different era, and I feel like a lot of these people. I and I worry because it's like I. Especially with this episode, I worry that people hide behind like the whole, like think of every best, think of a great TNA match in in the list of great TNA matches that didn't involve some chairs, tables, um, uh, some sort of hardcore aspect in it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like we got the hard that hardcore tag title match, and then the Eric Young Grand match is randomly like we're going to do table spots. Yeah,
0: everything everything was no DQ at Sacrifice. Everything, every
1: like big TNA match in the last, like I would say in the last five, maybe even ten years, involves people bleeding all over the place because it's a hardcore match. And, and that style that was persistent in 2001, 2002, where everyone was brawling to the outside, everyone was going through announce tables, everyone was doing these big spots, and that's what, what the match was known for. And... We live in an era now where
0: there is this thing called psychology. You know what I mean? (laughs) All right. See, I I understand your point with this. I understand your point. But I'm going to offer a counter argument. And that counter argument's name is Rob Van Dam. Rob Van Dam in TNA, towards the end, was dog shit. I agree. Absolutely dog shit. And then when he came back to WWE, He was putting on some of the best matches of his career. And I think it's just because the morale in TNA is so low.
1: Not going <laughs> to the yeah, tweets.
0: Yeah, you know what? I don't care about the <laughs> tweets. I don't care. I'm I'm sure when WWE put put out that Eric Young interview, TNA at TNA morale replied replied with low. <laughs> <laughs> but when R V D showed back up. You can tell he gave a shit,
1: but also like you really- can
0: like, and even with Samoa Joe, Samoa Joe first showed up. His first matches were a little rocky, right? His first matches were a little rocky, but now he's Samoa Joe, right?
1: And he's fucking
0: Joe, like he's two thousand five. I just had a three way match with Daniels and AJ Styles, Joe.
1: But he's also two 2000- thousand that, and also the era where. But that's when TNA was almost kind of like Ring of Honor, still. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. and still had that kind of style within it. I worry. I am. I can be proven wrong. I worry that we're going to see Bobby Roode and Eric Young get called up to NXT and get treated as big deals, and they're just going to be able to wrestle Like the only way they can wrestle is the way they've been. They they've been wrestling for the past ten years in TNA.
0: You know what I mean? but that's what Joe's done. You see, the thing is, if you give them a story, if you give them a reason to wrestle the way they do, I think it'll work. Like, right now, they haven't given Austin Aries anything yet, but Austin Aries is good in the ring. Rude and Young are very, very good in the ring. Like, see, I-, I don't... I, I, I want to believe that, and, and, but I
1: don't know if it's just in the fact that the place that they have most prominently wrestled, they've wrestled in a style that I don't enjoy. Okay. You know what That's I
0: mean? Fair. That's fair.
1: I want to believe that they can put on compelling, drama-filled, like, like
0: psychological matches. They haven't done that in, in a years. while. In a while, they have done that. I Especially Rude during his title run. Rude during his title run is with James Storm, those were really good matches. But they
1: were also, like, but, and not to go off my hand on this, but they were also the everyone's bleeding... Hardcore style matches. Not really. That Bound for Glory match they had, the big blow off, was them just bleeding all over the place.
0: Mm.
1: You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just trepidatious for these guys being called up to such a big deal. You know what I mean? As Mm -hmm. as as top stars in the NXT now. Because what if they can't hang? What if they can't? You know. Go at it the same way like a Shinsuke Nakamura.
0: I think Eric Young versus Shinsuke Nakamura is going to be a fun-as-shit match. I hope so. I mean, I think that's going to be a lot of fun, actually.
1: I hope so. I, I do. And I'm not trying to knock the guys. Yeah. All I'm saying is I watched this week's episode, and I was so bored by the wrestling.
0: And, and, you, know, and you know, honestly, the, there's a reason for it. Because TNA has not given us any reason to care about any of their matches. They haven't given us reasons, so naturally we're going to be bored through it. Like, the the Eric Young-Bram feud literally has lasted a week, and it's already over because Eric Young is clearly not coming back for his rematch clause. Yeah, Like, and, you know, the Decay has already had three shots at the title before this one. And they come up with this fake Valley of the Shadows match, which is a monster's ball where T- where Dixie doesn't have to use all of the lights, like, I mean, you know. Yeah. But even like
1: EC3 Bennett, like I wasn't really into.
0: Well, they they've been trying to push Mike Bennett really hard, and it's not working.
1: And I'm trying to th- like I feel like I've like passed Mike Bennett matches in like Ring of Honor.
0: Mm, solo matches?
1: I can't think of one off the top of my head, but that's
0: I just- my point.
1: <laughs> I guess, yeah, but I was they, just watching he it. They had...
0: took the wrong guy from the kingdom, and they and took the wrong guy.
1: For, uh, I I don't know if you saw Dave Lagana did like a blog post like before this week's episode aired about like how important this thing was going to be and, and how he was so proud of um, you know a story that they built with EC three and Bennett and like how how the fi- how the ending the impact is going to be this powerful thing. And Bennett
0: pinned EC3, and no one cared. Mm, Yeah, I mean, and you know, the whole story that they're selling with as soon as Mike Bennett showed up, EC3 had lost everything, that's not true. It's not like Mike Bennett cost EC3 the belt. He's he's saying that EC3 lost all of his friends. EC3 never had any friends. He had one friend in Rockstar Spud, that he ended that relationship, and one business partner in Tyrus, where Tyrus screwed him over. Bennett had nothing to do with either of those. Yeah, and You just can't pass it as storytelling. You know what I mean? I see what they're trying to do. And what they're trying to do is a cool thing, but they're not executing. And like I said, this is a
1: fine show. Like, this isn't like the, oh my god, what the fuck is TNA doing, ridiculous kind of show. It's just... Boring, and that's almost the worst thing. Yeah, like it's worse than like your worst TNA show because it's so boring.
0: Mm-hmm. Because the worst TNA shows usually have something we can laugh at, and mock. This didn't have that. Yeah, it didn't have any of that. And
1: like, I, I'm sorry, you can't look at that product. You TNA needs to look at what's around them, look at the wrestling landscape around them, and realize that you are so behind in time. I'm sorry. It's mm-hmm. it's such a dated product.
0: Yeah. And it's terrible. <laughs> it needs a hard reboot. Everything needs a hard reboot on that show. Mm-hmm. All right. Um so getting back to the format of the show. Sorry, sorry. No, no, it's fine. No, it was a good discussion. Um, Did you say your bad? No, my my bad for this week is opening a pay per view with a world title match. And that's, I, that's my bad. Like I actually like Tyrus' is... promo in the beginning. But... Oh no, Tyrus I love Tyrus. Tyrus is probably one of my favorite characters on the show right now because he has depth and motivation. Like, everything he has done has been to try and position himself for a world title shot. That's great. TNA has done something of Tyrus. That he never did with Brodus Clay. But, but then the match happened. <laughs> and, and, I mean, you know, it was, it was a perfectly, to quote the Simpsons, cromulent match. It was. Perfect. So this is a match
1: that that Rodis Clay has had in his back pocket since October.
0: Yep. And uh, like, I think the fact that the that the rules of this thing have been so poorly defined that it comes off as lame. Like, why did Tyrus have to give Drew a week's warning? Like, I understand he was not cleared to compete last week, but. There have been many other opportunities. Like, how about right after Lashley speared Drew? Then you come in and do your title shot. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's, I mean, it, and it's a shame that they, that they were just using this to waste it because it seems like you could have built up a really great story. Like, when EC3 eventually gets the title back, then Tyrus cashes in and you get EC3 versus Tyrus, which is the actual story. Or... Which hasn't been paid off at all. No, of course. No, kind of. Like not EC3 really, because... EC3 beat really. Tyrus once.
1: But, but they didn't have a match or anything like that. No, they did. They did. Tyrus turned, and then EC3 was kind of in the picture still, and then Rockstar Spud turned, and then he just focused it on Rockstar Spud.
0: And then Rockstar Spud got Coke Cabot.
1: Fucking hell. Um,
0: <laughs> I don't know what they're doing with Spud. I think he's the 2016 version of Sick Boy. I guess. But why? Like
1: he's the fan favorite. You already have established this guy as somebody everyone likes. What the f whatever.
0: They don't they don't know what to do. Um all right, so Eamon, I, I know it's gonna be hard to narrow it down. What would be your change for this episode? Um The, the in ring particular
1: okay, if I had to pick out one thing. It would be the um the Gail Kim Rosemary match. Okay. Um I don't like Gail Kim's wrestling um, because she always has to look. She always has to look more important than her opponent. I feel. Mm-hmm. Like well, she's I mean, she the most recognizable. Did, did we, we ever once? Did you ever once get the sense that she was intimidated by Rosemary?
0: No, not at all. And coupled with the fact that Rosemary needed uh, Crazy Steve. And missed, and Maria to beat Gail doesn't make her look like a threat which, at all.
1: Which is not what you want when your opponent is a is a demon.
0: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: basically. like, yeah, uh, it's awful. Um, yeah, I would just actually have you work that match psychologically and have Gail. You know, like, like build
0: up another character in your show other than Gail Kim. Yeah, like it should have been like watching Mariposa versus Sexy Star. Yeah. They kidnapped Gail Kim. She showed no ill effects at all. Why didn't she
1: just were... why didn't she just beat the shit out of Rosemary when they kidnapped her?
0: Yeah. I mean I guess because Abyss was there, but still
1: But fucking whatever. It's... all right
0: um my my change is also gonna have to do with Rosemary. <laughs> um and this is just you know make me believe that this is all done in one shot. TNA. When Rosemary comes back out for the um, um, uh, for the uh, decay match yeah. for, the, for a tag team match, her makeup should not be perfect.
1: It was also perfect in the backstage promo.
0: Yeah, like she should. She's a fucking demon. She should not be reapplying her makeup after a match. Just make me believe. Make me buy into it. I want to buy into it. I want to enjoy your product. But when you clearly show me that this was done either in reverse order or on separate days, I'm not going to be invested in it. Mm. Just make me believe the shit is real. Like, I don't know. Oh, you know, actually, I have a different thing I would change. Okay. Um,
1: uh, When Drew Galloway beats Tyrus, um, here's the thing, commentators. Maybe actually talk more about Drew Galloway and what he had to go through to win and try to sell him as a character instead of hyping a match that happened fucking last week.
0: To be fair, Drew has no character.
1: He, he does, though, or he should. <laughs> I'm sorry. He should.
0: He should. He should. He doesn't. I mean, he there, should.
1: but there's still stuff you could say. There's still even stuff you could say about Drew Galloway.
0: Drew. Yeah, like how he, how he wrestled in Drew. Literally, like
1: literally it was Drew Galloway has retained the title. Last week, and they like as Drew was celebrating and like selling, they just go on talking about Jeff and Matt Hardy
0: mm-hmm. about a match well, I mean, happened
1: last week.
0: That's a problem the TNA's always had. They never let a moment after a match sit. Yeah, they never ever have done that, and that's when you get your emotional payoff for a story. Mm-hmm. Like, and because they so tightly edit this show. Where it has to fit in the allotted time, like it detracts from your product. Which also they did this, like did
1: barely did anyone really get entrances this week? Like it felt like, like besides like probably in the main event, but like I think Decay did Decay did, but like everyone got their entr- like the first person in the matches always get their entrances cut.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, it's not difficult to schedule. Like, okay, you guys go ten minutes. By the way. The main event, the title match was under 10 minutes long. Hmm. Granted, I don't know if I want that much more from Tyrus and Drew, but still, the, your world title match should not be 10 minutes unless you're Roman Reigns and Triple H. <laughs> Fair.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Um. So, uh, Eamon, uh, where where'd you rank this week's impact? Uh, exactly. now, now, full, full disclosure, Eamon and I did not get a chance to watch Ring of Honor this week. Because Ring of Honor's website is horrible. So, Aiden, yeah, hey, what's that being said?
1: Uh, uh, TNA's number four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> out of, out of, of three did, shows. <laughs> uh, Ring of Honor's at least sh- shows were in New Japan, and I can only assume that those were good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I also grabbed some quotes from this week's show. Like, oh, It's all just three. Uh, oh, oh please I I
0: love I love when you have notes. Uh
1: you noted this on Twitter. Uh the fact that they're calling
0: uh uh Rockstar Spud a Ring Rat. Uh huh. Yep, doesn't work. Um and I, I don't think you Eamon. know what that is. Eamon is the foremost um expert on the wrestling mayhem show in the world of Ring Rats. Shut up. Um Him uh, and Jen Collins. Shut the fuck up. Um God. <laughs> um
1: uh, I know you really praise Maria for, like, her talking ability and stuff like that. Uh, the backstage promo where she said uh, everyone's getting curiouser and curiouser, those aren't words. Those aren't yep. words. Curiouser? Curiouser is not a word.
0: Okay. Curiouser can be, though. Like, that, that's, that's, a, that's like a, That's Like, a, that's like more saying. curious. No, no. Curiouser and curiouser is a saying, though. I I understand that. It's That's from it's, something... I can't remember what it is, but I've... That's that been used though. many times before.
1: Uh, and then just a random quote I saw from the Eli Drake segment where they talk about his suit, and Josh Matthews goes, Is that Armani? And then Pope goes, You're Armani.
0: What does that mean? Pope doesn't know what Armani is. Is that supposed is. to be a joke? Remember remember how Pope is supposed to be pimping? He doesn't know what Armani is. God. Yeah. All yeah, right. Yeah. That's my <laughs> sorry. Okay. Um my ranking this week. I'm gonna go number five. Uh, <laughs> the Edge and Christian show is really good, you guys. It's really fun. Actually, no, fuck it, fuck it. You know what? Number six because I went to NXT Poughkeepsie last week, so that obviously beats us. <laughs> sacrifice was bad, you guys. It it wasn't good. Um, we sacrificed our time to watch that. We That's the real sacrifice. Like, you know what is a bear sacrifice? The song by Creed, My Sacrifice. Yep. Yeah. All right. Um, so, on that note, uh, Eamon, where can the good people of the internet find you and tell you how they feel about Impact? Uh, if you want to do that, uh, please don't. But you can uh, follow <laughs> me on Twitter
1: <laughs> at eamon 2 please and also check out Inspire Pro Wrestling at Inspire Pro Wrestling.
0: All right, and you can find me at Mad Mike four eight eight three on the Twitter machine. Also, if you think we're wrong, tell us why. I'm begging you. We, we'll read emails on Impact if people are fans of Impact and think we're too harsh on it. But uh, yeah, email us at Show dot com. We will read them. We may mock you if if we think your points are incorrect, but we will definitely read them and give you a valid valid opinion. Um, so for Amon Payton, I'm Mad Mike.